Hey, golf fans, Big D back with a Masters preview. Before I bring in the night's best guests from the UK, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. See all my content. I'm bringing out the big stick today, which means it must be a major. So, um, for your audio listeners, please subscribe, like, and, and, and check out the Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple. So, uh, joining us from the UK... This evening, the only guy, the only guy who uh, wants a Kalen Office clean sheet and a Tommy Fleetwood major, it must be Tom Jacobs. <laughs> yes, it's uh, yeah. Well, yeah, those two things would be great, right? Um, God, not in Forest clean sheet would be nice, wouldn't it? It's uh, it's been a while, but um, I guess before we talk about Masters, Dylan, what's the live reaction to Graham Potter? I have no reaction. We <laughs> fired the we sat the wrong manager in the first place. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think it's uh I don't think it's a great loss, but it's uh it's Chelsea of old again sneaking through, even though <laughs> Todd Bowley said they'll do things differently. And I, I think to be honest, Chelsea might be better off letting the women's manager coach <laughs> against Real Madrid. She might have a better chance against calling in Chalati than we shall see. Um, I mean, I would have taken Graham Potter at Forest before Steve Cooper revived himself, so who knows what will happen. But uh, back on to this week's golf, I guess, Dylan, we've got... Uh, I know you've been moaning about it being too hot in your part of the world. It's certainly not too hot here over in England, but Augusta looks like it's going to be wet and rainy all week. Oh, yeah. So, um, Tom, before we uh, bring, before I bring on umbrellas, what's your favourite Masters moment? Favorite Masters moment, I think. I actually really like Danny Willett's win in 2016. Like I know that it, it doesn't really get talked about because it was basically the one that Jordan Spieth threw away, and he was going to defend the green jacket and all this sort of stuff. But when you look at, like he was already kind of in the mix. He was, I think, he was only three behind at this point. Willett, when Spieth actually went to 12, um. And to me, I thought I thought it was underrated how well Will it played. And then just to see the live reaction, I rewatched it on YouTube. If, if anyone doesn't know, you can rewatch any final round of a Masters that was recorded on television on YouTube. Uh, so I have great fun. I normally put that to put that on when I fall asleep at night. Um, and Danny Will it kept me up the other night because I, I just I just find it really. He was actually dressed like a caddy on the par three contest. He was all in white. Um, and you just see the elation when he finally gets his win. So I would say that is one of them. Just Justin Rose would have been one of them if he had won in 2017 because I'd bet him basically every single year to win the Masters. Um, but he doesn't do it. And I wasn't I wasn't watching golf in 1997 when Tiger Woods won the Masters, but I imagine if that was if I was around then, that probably would have been one of them. Uh, you were right about the Tiger. How about those two shots at 16? The 05 chip where the ball like sp- yeah. spun its way to the hole. A great signature pose for Nike. And then the shot in 2019 where he basically just stuck. Would it would would Tiger Woods' win in 2019 be your favorite moment? Can I can I call them co-equals? Yeah, you definitely can. Yeah. I and and to be honest, like I was in terms of emotion, like the Tiger Woods one in 2019 was the one that got me the most. I just think I actually really liked the fact that Danny Willett won because it was 
it broke a kind of barren spell for uh, Europe. I mean, we hadn't won one since like 1999, I think, you know, it had been until then. So, correct. Yeah. Good, good memory, uh, Dylan. That's, uh, that's pretty good work there. Um, you know, we had, we had a plenty of American winners, a lot of, a lot of Tigers, a lot of Mickelson. We had Mike Weir in there, Trevor Immelman, Angel Cabrera, Charles Schwartzel, no Europeans. So it was nice to, uh, to have Danny Willett back in and then followed up by Sergio Garcia, who's, that's not aged very well, has it, Dylan? Uh, Sergio Garcia winning the Masters, but. <laughs> so uh, you used to being in the UK, but um, uh, if you checked every weather site, there's seemingly a lot of rain at Augusta. Now, I mean, we know weather can change in an instant. I mean, I've, we famously did the 2021 Open Championship where you're literally, what, a two-iron from the yeah. the Open took place. And uh, I thought it was going to be a mud ball, mud Mud bath and ended up being beautiful all week. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the Open Championship that we're used to, was it? It's a bit like dome golf that week, and it was actually incredibly hot and unbearable to actually watch. So, um, yeah, it definitely can change. I hope it changes because I don't want to be seeing uh, wet and rain, and I definitely don't want a Monday finish. I'd like to get it done on Sunday as it should do. Um, look, I think it's going to be one of the most intriguing Masters we've ever had. And it would be a shame if if weather got in the way. I mean, what are we talking about? Two two thousand and seven when Zach Johnson won at plus one. I think he's is he the only person to ever win uh, over par in the Masters? Uh, uh, but I can't I I can't think of anybody before since Zach. Uh, oh, there was there was there was a couple back in the nineteen fifties, Dylan, but we weren't around then. So um, yeah, that is, for a long time it's been the only one in recent memory where plus one has won. So, um. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be that serious. I think five or six under would still win it, even in the conditions. But um, maybe the 2016 one where Danny Willett won, it was tough for the first three days there as well, wasn't it? So maybe that's the kind of one we should be looking at as a bit of a reference. Okay, seemingly there is a big three in in golf because there are three guys in DK over ten grand, and uh, seemingly seemingly one of these guys. Whether it be John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, or Rory McIlroy, will be the big three in golf. Now, there's a lot to like about it. All of them. Scotty Scheffler's defending champ. John Rahm's done everything but win this tournament. But Roy's the most befuddling one to me because you know what major he he doesn't have in you know what he doesn't have in his trophy case. Yeah, he needs this and he needs it for the Grand Slam and. I think that brings too much pressure to him. I think I think I, th- I think that's a negative for him at the moment. Because every time he gets here on a Wednesday, I think he tells himself he has to win the Masters. He has to win it. He can't he can't afford to start slowly. And every time he starts slowly and then he's out of the picture and then he goes and shoots a 64 in a final round and looks like he's going to win it the next year. Um when you look at his form. I think it's being overrated now. He's obviously won the Dubai Desert Classic back in uh, January, but a lot of people are basically saying that the live golf form isn't worthy. Well, he beat Patrick Reed there, and he's, you know, Richard Bland, and people like that were kind of in that tournament. So if we're discounting live form, you've almost got to discount him winning on the Euro. And yeah, I think that to me, 
you look at it, he's 32nd at the Phoenix Open, 29th at the Genesis. Both elevated events struggled, missed the cut of the players. He did finish second at Bay Hill, but I never thought like felt like he was going to win it. Do you think his his form is being a bit overrated then? Yes and no. I mean, I I mean Bay Hill's probably the only thing was somewhat close to Augusta, but I mean, but uh, I mean analytically, I've I like Roy because I mean driving driving off the tee, he looks good. Approach approach, he looks good. Around the green, looks okay. Looks fine. But Roy's putter has been ice, ice, ice cold this year. He's like 175th in putting this year. Yeah, I think he he changed back to one of his older putters that he was winning major championships with uh, at match play. And he told everybody, this is another thing I don't quite understand. He told everybody he had 19 putts in a practice round at Augusta. I mean, I'd I'd probably keep that to myself rather than heaping that kind of pressure on me. Um but to be honest, of those three, I think Scotty Scheffler's got the, the pressures of trying to defend. I know he obviously defends tournaments very, very well, but I think having to host a champion's dinner, especially one with with the kind of characters we're gonna have in it this year. Um then you've got the fact that you know defending champions just don't do well, you know, ever really in the Masters, other than one I'm gonna talk about later. Um go, go then, are you gonna interrupt me there? Uh no, the I was going to, uh, no, I know what question you're going to ask me. Go ahead. One, can can he win again? Because he's defended the Phoenix Open. He's almost defended Bay Hill and he's almost defended the match play. But two, why is it not John Rahm's turn to win it? I mean, Scotty Sheffield can definitely defend his game fits Augusta. He's in it. I don't see Scotty in a bad frame of mind, but to me, everything lines up for Rom because he's played well, particularly early in the year, played well on the West Coast. And if you look at him, John Rom's been one of, if not the best golfers at Augusta the past seven or eight years. Knows the course, knows the greens. And it could be rain, it could be snowing, it could be sunny. I think John, I think John Rom. Looks like right. It looks due for another major. How many wins has he had, Dylan, since this last Masters around the world uh, in DP and PGA Tour since uh, this time last year? Uh, do you count the uh five or six? Six. So he's had, he's had the Open de España, the Tour Championship, on the DP World Tour, and then he's had the Mexico Open, the Tournament of Champions, the Amex, and the Genesis Invitational. And I think. That win at Riviera was the one that kind of really tipped me over the edge because it's a correlating golf course. Um, it, you know, it was really, really impressive. He beat Max Homer, who gave him everything uh, that week. I thought his Amex one was a little bit fortunate. I think people kind of blew it there. But I suppose you could say the same about the tournament champions. But he just puts that kind of relentless pressure on. People are scared when John Rahn comes now. Six times, Dylan, he's won since he last played here. And he's got four top nine finishes. He's been the co-leader at the 36-hole stage. He's had that pressure already in his life. Uh, as you know, and as you've already alluded to, he's won the Tory Pines uh, US Open. He's definitely due. And I, th- I, th- I think he has the clearest path of the three because I don't think defending champions do well. Like, Scotty Scheffler would join a list of three other golfers if if he defends. So that, the fact that Rory's got, you know, 
got a completed Grand Slam. He's got all the other stuff that he does off the course as well. I think John Rahm has the clearest path. Agree. What do you think about... We, we've mentioned it a couple of times. So we, we, if we're looking at just DraftKings, the next person up is Cameron Smith at 9-8, right? And he's in there. He's there in the betting. He's the last major champion. You've got Dustin Johnson. Brits Kepka's just won um, at Live Golf Orlando as well. Do any of these factor in this week? Yes, because Cam, because Cam Smith's putter fits in anywhere on a major course. Is he injured, though? I think everybody's hurt. I mean, yeah, I, was that, I, don't, I think a few guys are hurt. I mean, be honest, what's that Torrance has to look like? Yeah, he, he, he's done. He's he's cooked uh, yeah. for the time being. I don't think JT, I don't think JT's has been quite himself since tweaking his back at the US Open. No, and I don't think, I think he's developed the yips a bit as well with his putting. So um, I certainly won't be looking at JT. I think in terms of the live golfers, I think you've probably got four, maybe five that I think can actually win the golf tournament. So I think you've got Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka. I think you've got Cameron Smith if he's fit. I think Patrick Reed loves to spoil a party, and I think Joaquin Neiman is capable of winning this tournament. Other than that, I think we're out on the other 13. And heck, Louis Ortiz will probably finish second. Probably second. Yeah, second second behind. It's just so annoying. Second behind Rory McIlroy, maybe, just so everyone can kind of heckle the live tour. But um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I, it's, that's why it's going to be such an intriguing master. Like, I actually think that's a negative again. And if, if Rory's in the hunt on Saturday, all of a sudden he gets paired with a live goal for I just don't think that goes well for him. So, um, I, whereas John Rahm, I don't think cares. So, John Rahm is my favourite to win it. I'm betting John Rahm. I never never bet single-figure golfers ever on the odds board. Uh, and I'm definitely, definitely going to bet John Rahm. I think he's I think he's being overlooked slightly because of a couple of, uh, you know, withdrawal at the players and then the, an early round exits at the match play. Um and then I guess my next best bet uh, for me is Sung Jae-in. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people like Sung Jae-in. I mean, he's he's done well on major courses, and it seems like the Korean seems like the Koreans always so steady. I mean, I'm not steady, and Sung Jae's in that weird. Sung Jae's in that thirty-five to one price range with Brooks Koepka just won Orlando. Hovland and Sam Burns, who just won the match play, could go for what? Could, yeah. I think you've got the, I think it's Cameron Young and Sam Burns who are battling it out for most improved after neither of them made the cut last year. Um, but just on Sung JM, of his 10 rounds that he's played here, eight of them he was inside the top six. That's not bad. That's not bad. Inside the top eight, sorry. And five of them he was inside the top three. It, it's ridiculous. So he was inside the top three for three of the rounds last year. He was inside the top three for two of them um, in his first start. It's, it's ludicrous. And I just think he's had three top sixes already this season. So Sung JM for me uh, is the one. And I think the one person, Dylan, that in that kind of similar vein, um, it's all health dependent. Seven out of his eight, Seven of the last eight Masters he's played, Hideki Matsuyama has finished inside the top 20. He won the 2021 renewal and he's just finished fifth at the Players and 15th at the Valero Texas Open. So 
maybe DraftKings. He's a bit risky based on the fact his neck could hurt, but I think as a bet at 40 to 1, he's a great number. Yeah, because you don't have to worry about him playing in a million maker. You just you just have to hope that a the neck and back hold up for seventy two holes because yeah. Augusta's not exactly kind on the body. No, that is the worry. Like it, there's just a concern that he he can't get round. Um, otherwise, everything kind of points to him having a good week. So. To me, when you, we're talking about people like Cameron Young, Max Homer has been talked about an awful lot. Um, I mean, we haven't even mentioned Shoffley, Cantley, and Morikawa, but like all these kind of places, I th- I, I think I want to get a little bit more value. Sung JM and Hideki Matsuyama, two people that have proven it at Augusta National. Uh, I I would probably if I could bet him because we're like the only state that you can't bet him, but I probably would bet Ron. Yeah. Uh, I mean, trying to think. I do like Cam Smith at twenty-two to one, not just because of his hair, but I think he's <laughs> a major player, and he's going. I think he's going to be a little bit pissed off saying, eh, "We, you guys aren't the only ones playing golf. We could yeah, play, yeah. play here." There's uh, got to be some of the like we, when you look at um the the DP World Tour that Rory event that Rory won. There was Live Golf was all the way at the top of the leaderboard. When you look at the last major championship, they were littered with the top 10, top 11. There was Dustin, Taylor Gooch was there for a little bit, Bryson, Answer. They were all there at St. Andrews, right? So they didn't just become bad golfers because they made a decision that people don't like. And I think that's got to be, it's got to be taken into account. Even Brooks said yesterday he doesn't know what his, what a win means to him in terms of form because he's not stacking it up against Rory and Scheffler, but he's going to find out this week. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see. I think Brooks and DJ are actually uh, more solid than Cameron Smith just because of health at the moment. But um, but Smith's definitely got the course form. Uh, if you if you got Brooks before the win, you probably got him at a way better number than he is. He's yeah. what, maybe five to one now. But if you got him like fifty or sixty, ooh. yeah, I mean like, like I think Jason Day early in the year, ooh, you got him early in the year. The- that, that Jason Day 100s one number that I got for the PGA, Dylan. Do you remember I said to you um, just before, was it just before Christmas or maybe just after I said just you said before some, the new year? Yeah, you said give me a couple of bold takes for the year. And I said to you that Justin Rose and Jason Day were going to contend for a major uh this season. Now I've got I've got a hundreds one ticket on Jason Day for the PGA championship. I'm not going to bet him at the numbers he is this week. I am going to bet Justin Rose for my sins. Um, <laughs> he is 50 to 1, 55 to 1 maybe now. Um, do you know how many... This is a good trivia question for you, Dylan. We'll throw one of these in the middle here. How many times has Justin Rose led after round one at Augusta? Five times. Close, but no. One. No. Four times he has led after round one. Four times in 17 starts, Justin Rose has led after round one. And four other times after that, he has been inside the top six. He's been second after round one, fourth after round one twice, and sixth as well. It's utterly ridiculous how well that man starts. He had a four-shot lead in 2021 after round one when Hideki Matsuyama won. So... If you are betters out there that are listening and you are going to bet on Justin Rose to win, also bet on him to win uh, to lead after round one. Um, he's probably going to put those birdie streaks together for your DraftKings lineups. 
This is the last time, Dylan, I promise that I'm going to bet Justin Rose for the Masters. If he doesn't win this time, I have to give up. He's 42 now. I think it's becoming a young man's game. Um, and and he's probably on the periphery of of not existing. But his, his win at Pebble and his sit for the players drew me back in one more time. And we tackle one on 43 a couple of years ago. Yeah, Let, let's talk about Tiger. It's a good segue. Um, he misses the cut this week. Oh, no, 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 no. Augustus, the friendliest major to make a cut. Got to walk around a lot of hills, though, isn't he? Uh, I think. I mean, Tucker made the cut last year. He did. He did make the cut last year after a lot of time off. Um, and he has had that run out of Riviera, right? But when you watch him, his the pain threshold is is ridiculous. The fact that he walks on it is is unbelievable. And at some point, it's going to catch up with him. And he's only been able to play, I think, twelve times since his last top ten, which was at Tory Pines in twenty nineteen. And what people don't remember is. People thought when he won in 2019, that was a miracle. He just won the Tour Championship. He was in great form. He was 16-1 to to win the tournament that week. And everyone thought it was a miracle then. And now he's like 80-1 to and basically has one leg. So, if that. Yeah, if that. So as much as I love Tiger Woods from a player perspective, uh, I think his time may be up. But like you say, it is the easiest cut to make and that's that's the the worry is that what how many players we got this week? 88, 89 is it this week, Dylan? I think it's I think it's 88. Or it might have been 88 with Aaron Wise, and now he's dropped out 87, maybe. But the top 50 in size make the cut, and that could probably be 55, 56 players. So he's only got to beat 30 players, really, which is is the kind of concern. Um, if you are going to back him to miss the cut. If you're if you're a Tiger fan, then you're you're excited that he's gonna make the weekend. Uh, before I uh, conclude my bets, uh, there are a couple more I like. Uh, you get you like uh, you like everybody from Asia. There's one guy you forgot. Go, Evil Kim. Yeah, so I spent uh the last week saying that I was going to bet Siwoo Kim, and then he played in Texas, and yeah. he and he made a nine on a par five, and made a ton of bogeys. He he made enough birdies to be excited, but. I think he's probably a top 20 bet and nothing more now. I mean, you he might make a three or a 13. He might go yeah. 30 on one of those par fives. That's what I'm scared about. Like he just, like, I don't know how you make a nine on a par five these days, but he somehow managed to do it. Um, and, plus, and plus, she was actually really good on bent grass. Really good how many times okay this is another little trivia question for you not masters related dylan so one how many wins has siwoo kim got on the pga tour uh three he's got four wins on the pga tour because of that win in hawaii earlier season how many playoffs has he lost six (laughs) he's lost three playoffs so he could have he could have had seven wins since 2016. Okay. He every every single one of those playoffs that he lost, he lost by birdie. So Aaron Badley birdied the fourth, fourth extra hole at the Barbasol. Styra birdied the third extra hole at the Heritage. Kisner won with birdie on the second hole at the Wyndham in 2021. So he never really throws it away himself. He's got a great Masters record after missing the cut on debut. 24th, 21st, 34th, 12th, 39th. I just think he finishes 24th and doesn't really do anything else. 
That might not be bad if you that might not be DraftKings is great. It's a great play. What is he, seventy three hundred? Uh yeah. So uh quickly on DK, who do you think will be the uh chalkiest golfer this week? Or oh, golfers. Um I think that Sung JM will be very popular. I uh, eighty one hundred always popular in majors. Yep, and and he should be as well. I think that because of the way uh, he is priced, I think that I don't know. See, we can be that popular actually. He's seventy four hundred. Corey Connors is going to be popular at seventy six hundred. Of uh, course, Shaka, and guess what? He was first round leader the last time he won the Valero Texas Open. Win goes three straight top tens at the Masters, and I guess that Jordan Spieth will get a lot of attention because of the discount you get on him versus the big three. Well, and plus, if it and plus, if it ever turned a mud ball, Jordan Spieth next to Ricky Fowler might be the best mud ball player. Yeah, yeah, and, and Ricky's not here, so he's numero one. Uh, I think I think Spieth's going to be mega chalk, not just because of Augusta, but because well, he's going to be the. Do Do you think Do you think he can win? Uh, I've got one. Give me Give me two guys. One of them joins Spieth, and think of somebody else. What well, a head to head matchup! Yeah, head to head. JT. Uh, at Augusta, I'd probably take Spieth. Spieth versus Cameron Smith. It, is Cameron Smith healthy or not? Don't know. I don't think so. But I think if Cam Smith's healthy, I want I want him because think... Spieth, because Spieth might throw it away on one of those holes. I I don't I don't. I think Spieth is scarred by that 2016 uh, effort. I think that he missed the cut last year for the first time. That's uh, a big deal. Um, I think there's a couple of holes, you know, 12 always catches him out. So I think it's something that he's got to be, um, you know, focused on. But when you're looking at Spieth at 9,700 on DK and he's surrounded by Cantley, Smith, Thomas, Homer, um, he's obviously the likeliest candidate of all of those. I think DJ is going to be mega chalk at 8,800 too, because because everybody's going to see his master's history. They're going to see what he did at St Andrews, and yeah, and yeah, I don't think people I don't think people like DJ for leaving the PJ tool, but they know that this guy can play. Yeah, I guess it's it's one of those ones where like because he didn't win on the PGA tour since that. Masters victory. It's been a little while since we got used to Dustin Johnson winning, and that might just put people off. But like you say, I mean, he was twelfth at the Masters last year, twenty fourth the US Open, sixth at the Open, uh, even with all the the live stuff going on. So I don't know how you discount Dustin Johnson. He's probably quite a good play to put in your lineups at eighty eight hundred. Tony Finau's eighty nine hundred though. He'll be popular. Another popular guy in majors. I don't know. I mean, they're all going to be popular by the sounds of it. So I'll tell you one guy that won't be popular it will be Zalatoris because I think people are scared of him at the moment. Or Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I think... This is an interesting one. Shane Lowry over Fitzpatrick. Oh, I think I'd take Lowry. Yeah. Hatton over Fitzpatrick. 
think I I think I take Fitz. Yeah, I take Fitz there as well. I take Rose over all of those, by the way. <laughs> Rose to win the Masters. You can clip this up. But um yeah, I mean it's good. Are you excited to see the live golfers do it? I'm intri- I'm intrigued by what happens because you imagine Scotty Scheffler gives gives uh, Brooks Koepka the green jacket. That is going to be odd. Yeah, I I think Scotty Scheffler is okay because like he just doesn't care. I just have this vision of like Rory being in the final group with Cameron Smith or Patrick Reed or something and just you know really just struggling with it. It wouldn't be talking. No, and I, I think that puts him off. Um, we shall see. All right, Tom, so you've been peppering me with trivia questions all show. What do you have for me now? It's an interesting one. So I want you to... So we, we've already covered the fact there was only three defending champions, okay? So you, do you know who they are? Uh, Nick Faldo and Tygo, two of them. Yep. And then the other one, Ash, the other one is actually really hard, but it's Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas it is. So even though we weren't alive, we 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 know that one. Do you know which years they defended in? So I uh, want the year that they won it for the second time in a row. Uh Fowler defended in eighty nine and ninety. Tiger yeah. no one two thousand one two thousand two, and then Nicholas was sixty five and sixty six. What's you're too, good at these. Huh? You're, you're too you're too good at these, aren't you? You uh, you always beat me to these. I can't. I can. Oh, every time I think I'm going to catch you out with one, I don't. How about the only champion of the last fifty years to to win on their debut? Uh, fuzzy and seventy nine. Yep, you've got me there again. How about this is gonna this is gonna get you? Who did Tiger Woods beat in a playoff in two thousand and five? Chris Morcombe. I give up. I there's just no point. Like I would have to think about that for ages, and I would, would probably get there eventually. Um, who is? The, <laughs> this is probably not a great one. Who of the Masters champions is currently in prison? Uh, Mr. Angel Cabrera. <laughs> he is. He is indeed. <laughs> yes, there's, uh, uh, you've caught. You've covered all angles. Can you tell me the last one? One of them is Jordan Spieth. Who was the other person to finish runner-up to Bubba Watson in 2014? Henrik Stenson? No, but you're on the right lines. Wait a minute. You mean you comes... Yes, but it wasn't Henrik Stenson. The Jonas Blixt? Jonas Blixt. What happened to that guy? I, I can't answer that question. We always talk about the fact that people don't win on their debuts, but Jonas Blixt had a chance to win on his debut. Sung Im had a chance to win on his debut. Um, it happens all the time. So I think I think this could be the year where I guess it's not a massively strong uh, case of debutants, but we should go. Dylan, if you had let's summarize it, okay? 
we, we've done our trivia, we've done our live chat, we've done our one by ones of the top three. One person, anybody in the field, you only get one. Don't worry about odds. Don't worry about DraftKings price. Anything. Who puts on the green jacket, or who does Scotty Scheffler put the green jacket on on Sunday? John Rahm. I like your style because I am John Rahm as well. And the last time we did this, Dylan, what happened when we agreed on our one one and done pick? What happened? That would be uh, JT at the uh, PGA Championship. Yes, and he shouldn't have won that PGA Championship, but he did. And I don't care if that's how John Rahm wins it either. I don't care if someone goes in the water on uh, 12, and that's why John Rahm wins. As long as we're right, we are right. And it's going to be John Rahm's year, and he's going to beat Justin Rose uh, just so that he gets done by a Spaniard again six years after breaking my heart the last time. By the way, here's an omen for John Rump. If it ever finished on a Monday, the last Monday finish at Augusta was 1983. Who won that year? Well, I'm guessing it's going to be someone Spanish. Sebi. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to be Jose because that was a little bit later on. So Sebi Ballesteros won in 1983. That was his second Masters as well. So it feels right that Rahm should win one, right? We've had Sebi win twice. A Lafabelle win twice. Sergio somehow won Augusta, which is mind-blowing. Surely the best player in the world wins it at some point. It would. I think it would look better if Ron won two majors because seemingly he's played well enough to get more than one major. Who do you think is the... This is going slightly off topic from the Masters and we will wrap up in a minute. Who do you think is the best player that only has one major? Uh, I mean, Rom wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah, but like, I'm just thinking now, maybe more historically. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, Ro- I don't think you can put Rose up there because he got the Olympic gold. Yeah, no, that you can. Like, he counts as just one major. True. Some guys that don't even have majors, like Xander Shoffley, doesn't even have a major. Yeah. I think it's just interesting, like because we, we always we always talk about the people that like who's the best player that's never won a major. But there's always these players. There's like Jason Day, Justin Rose, Adam Scott, um, DJ was for a while until the Masters. Like who are these players that just get stuck on one major? It takes them so long to win one, they get stuck. Sergio Garcia, although people don't like him anymore, it took him so many years of being probably second, third, fourth best player in the world before he won even one major. Okay, Keegan Bradley, that's enough. <laughs> I like Keegan Bradley. I think he's a great shout. Um, All right, Tom. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, we will uh, catch you soon. We will. Next major.